Welcome back to Notable. I'm Tom Delore. I'm Greg Palmatier. And I'm Amir Bankston. And uh, Notable, this is a music podcast. We like to talk about new releases, uh, albums, uh, singles, music news, you know, what's coming up in the future, that kind of thing. We like to give uh, reviews for all that stuff. And also, we like to bring on a classic album every week. And the classic, uh, if you should go back and listen to our first episode, we talk about what we define a classic as, because it can be a personal personal classic, it can be a universal classic, that kind of thing. But each week we have one of those, but we also talk about the new stuff as well. And so with that said, let's jump into music news. And uh, the first piece of news we have is that Fifth Harmony has <laughs> canceled their Australian tour amid rumors of a breakup. Gasp! I saw it coming. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, usually once someone splits off from the group, everything yeah. else kind of implodes, you especially mean, when that person was the most talented one in the whole group. Allegedly. Was, I'm glad no. you said that so I didn't have to. Yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. Big fan of Fifth Harmony. And then Camila left, and I was like, this is not very good anymore. Well, they wouldn't give her a high five, so she just had to go. And uh, so, yeah, that's, I mean, th- I feel like their music since Camila has left has been pretty subpar. Mm-hmm. Um, or just not as good anymore. And so I'm, like, not upset that they're breaking up. I'm more upset that the group has split apart since Camila has left because I actually did really like Fifth Harmony. When they were together, yeah. Yeah. All of them. The. But, yeah, you know, things happen. Have they put out new work after Camila left? I think they had an album. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's big. <laughs> uh, and I listened... I think they had an album. Let me, let me look real quick. They I can't a, I remember hearing some much. music since she's left, and it was, like... Kind of underwhelming. Okay. I have listened to uh, Work, and that was kind of it. Right? Work? Yeah, they had the, an album. pop, that radio hit? Yeah. Yeah. They had um, an album in October 29th um, without, that was their one without Camila. Okay. Um, just the four of them, Fourth Harmony. <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh, no. Uh, well, good for it them. It was like one of those things where someone left, and you're like, because, like, here's the thing. One Direction broke up recently as well, or they're on a hiatus yeah. or whatever. And it's, like, a lot of them are doing music, and it's most of it is pretty good. Like, Harry Styles had a music career that's doing pretty well. Um, I think Liam is doing music that's, like, all right. Zayn is doing yeah. m- making pretty good music. They're all music. doing pretty good stuff. And then it's, like, this is, like, one of those things where you're, like, that was clearly the talented one. Yeah. And you don't really know what's going to happen if they're all going to produce solo work after they break up, if they do. But it's, like clear that Camila was like the head one kind of like the Justin Timberlake thing I mean yeah when, you, when you've got uh, she's got two on two hits at least right now yeah. like going up the hot 100 so it's like kind of telling of you know where the talent was but maybe maybe they'll come along I don't know I mean I don't like Laura I know Lauren's one of them one of the members mm-hmm. that's kind of where my knowledge ends <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm gonna be watching to see what they do. I mean, yeah. at least out of curiosity to see what what's gonna happen in the future. But uh, yeah, that's Amir. Do you have any comments on that? No. <laughs> All right. So the next piece of news is that Metallica has Meta- wow, excuse me, Metallica has received the Polar Prize, which is kind of like the equivalent. I shouldn't say it's equivalent. It's like one of the biggest music awards in the world right yeah. now, and so it's pretty monumental. And the judges wrote of the band, not since Wagner's. Uh, emotional turmoil and Tchaikovsky's canons has anyone created music that is so physical and furious and yet still so accessible through virtuoso ensemble playing and their use of extremely accelerated tempos Metallica have taken rock music to places it had never seen before and I was like holy cow that is immense praise and Metallica's been around for a while and I'm a huge fan of Metallica as well and so I'm like I'm super happy for them I think it's awesome for them. I've uh, this was like the first time I really honestly heard of the Polar Prize. Um, but I was looking. I think, oh, go ahead. I was looking into it a little bit. It's actually like as far as prizes go, it's like the Oscars have been around for like what ninety years. Yeah, something, something like absurd. That. Um, this has only created in nineteen ninety two. Interesting. Okay. Um, and so I guess it just rose to prominence really quickly. And some of the award winners were like. I think Simon and Garfunkel won it. Uh, Paul McCartney won it. Is it an annual thing, or is it like I think it's an annual couple thing. people? Because I'm looking at the list, and it looks like a couple, a couple people get nominated like each year for it. I am not positive because I I will admit this is the first time I heard of it too. But like all the articles were like this is huge, and I was like that's awesome. Well, that's and that that praise from the judges it was like insane. That's really high praise. So I'm excited for them. Big fan of Metallica. We'll probably see Metallica classic album come through the podcast at some point. Oh yeah. I mean. At some point, all yeah. their early work, especially, are like 
classic uh, in the heavy metal genre. So yeah, really excited yeah. for them. It's the stuff I grew up on. Uh, my dad would play it constantly, and uh, so I, I know a lot of the discography. So yeah, definitely looking forward to an episode on that. Okay, so moving on, we also have that Kesha has now said that her pop music days were silly. Um, and so her quote was, My mom is a songwriter, an amazing country songwriter. So when I was 16, I decided to do the antithesis of country music, which was like dance pop music. Mm-hmm. But then I decided recently that it, that was silly. So she's getting into country music now. <coughs> That's interesting. That Jesus. seems I, like it's, I don't know. I don't know. Her, her last album was actually surprisingly good. But it wasn't For, country, was it? No, it was like, poppy like ballad type yeah. of album yeah i enjoyed it so this is like I'm, I'm all for it honestly i mean she's really reinvented herself after everything that happened to her and so i'm happy for her that she's in a place where she feels comfortable with what she's making um that's exciting but country music seems like a really weird transition but i mean i guess taylor swift did the opposite so yeah, yeah. Uh, it's possible apparently Cash's mom wrote uh i don't know if you've heard of old flames can't hold a candle to you it was performed and recorded by Johnny Cash, Dolly Parton, and Merle Haggard. Yeah. And that was uh, her mom's song, wrote that song with them. So, uh, I mean, that's that's pretty honorable yeah. people <laughs> well, to uh, be involved with. If if Justin, probably go up, grow up yeah, around. Yeah. yeah. If Justin Timberlake can do a country album, she can do one too. Uh, I think a faux country album. I have more faith in Kesha at this point than I do in Justin Timberlake making a good album. I can't wait for that Woman in the Woods album. Let's see. <laughs> Uh, And then some, you know, more uh, low news, I guess, in terms of how it makes us feel. Um, We've had some deaths uh, in the last week. Um, So we had Johan Johansson, which I might be butchering that pronunciation. He's dead at 48. He worked, uh, he kind of worked at the intersection of electronic and classical music. He received two Academy Award nominations for Mm -hmm. the original scores to The Theory of Everything and Sicario. Um, he's done a lot of other work for huge movies, um, and uh, the Theory of Everything actually won- took the best original score at the Golden Globes that year that it was nominated as well, and he also received Golden Globe nominations for his work on Arrival. Mm-hmm. He works with um, Dennis Villanueva, however you pronounce that guy's last yeah. name, um, and so that's he's that's really, really young. I wasn't, I don't think I saw what the cause of his death was, but that's really a shame because he was, like, really talented. And uh, it seems like he was only recently getting recognized for a lot of his work, uh, at least for in the film area, because he hadn't making uh, music before that. Mm-hmm. Um, it just wasn't like as you know appreciated and it's you prominent. Know. Yeah. And so it's it's a shame that it's coming at this point in his life when he seems to be reaching new levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hadn't really heard of him either, and the movies that he composed, I hadn't listened to, but. Um, I did see a lot on Twitter just praising him. So mm-hmm. he was he was a big name in the music community for sure. It's a shame. And then some of the other ones, we have uh, the Grateful Dead or a Grateful Dead lyricist, John Perry Barlow, has yeah. died. Uh, Lovebug Starsky is dead at 57. Um, Vic Damone, who was, he made music you know ages ago, um, he's also dead. Uh, so that's a... That's a I don't want to rank any of these people, but like Johan Johansson's a huge one. You know, Lovebug Starsky. They're all really, really big names. Yeah, they're all big in their own way. Yeah, exactly. Really, really are. It's, um, it's interesting. I never thought about I didn't think about that when I was putting this down. Is that like Johan Johansson? That's like entirely different music from The Grateful Dead and entirely different music from Lovebug Starsky and, you know, Victim. Those are all like entirely different pieces of music industry. And so it's always a shame to see someone go. I mean, some of them, you know, Victim was 89, so yeah. it was kind of coming around that time, but Johan Johansson was only, you know, 48 years old, so that's right. kind of a shock. It's unfortunate. It's just kind of part of the, the culture. I mean, it's, yeah. it is what it is, you know, but it yeah. is unfortunate. Rest well, in peace to all of them. Let's, let's, see, let's get some upbeat stuff going on right now. Yeah, so let's talk about uh, new releases then. We'll, we'll start with singles first and go over some of these. We got a lot of singles, so I think some of them we'll go over pretty quickly. Um, but Coin had a new single called Growing Pains. I love Coin. I, I'm, a, I'm not a huge fan of Coin, but I'm like a passing fan with them. And this song is like super, super good. So are you aware of this is, means anything for an album coming up or anything? I tried to look and didn't see anything. I don't know for sure either. Uh, I could not find anything as well. So I don't know if it is or not, but I'm assuming it is. Uh, a lot of their previous work I was really a fan of. So I'm looking forward to hopefully something in the future. Uh, yeah. So definitely check that out. Um, 
Are we, are we going to rate these singles like we did last week? The ones that we talk uh, about? Let's not do that. Let's just, uh, yeah, just yeah, yeah, let's just pass let's over that. Going. Okay, uh, so Dorothy, she's a up-and-coming kind of rock artist. Um, she's really, really good. I really, really liked her first album, Rock is Dead. Amazing. Phenomenal debut album. Uh, so she has a single called Who Do You Love? Very good, very much in the vein of her last album. And so I'm really excited. And I hope, I, I believe she's work. I got a new album somewhat in the works. So I'm excited to see where her career takes her after that. Because that first album, seriously, was is probably one of my favorite albums of the last like five you, years. Usually when someone drops a single, they have an album coming. Not necessarily though, but sometimes. Nine <laughs> times out of 10, you don't just drop a single just because, you know. Unless you've been out here for a while, not if you're an early act. Well, she had a single like four months ago too, but like there's been nothing really in between. So yeah, it's just kind of keep... like movie trailers. You drop one and let yeah. them rock for a while. Fair. Yeah. Either way, I when I heard it, I thought it was actually part of a album that we'll be reviewing later, uh, the MGMT album. I literally thought it was a song from that, and really? I was like, oh, this is a voice singing that's not you know MGMT. Yeah. I was like. Dang, this is really good. It's it's got some great rock to it. I've never heard of Dorothy before. Yeah. So I um I'm gonna look into her discography more, but yeah, I love it. Yeah, seriously, Rock is Dead is a phenomenal album. It's I I didn't know I just is just one of those things that came up in my new releases one day and I was like, let's check this out. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And it's like, um, you see female uh, lead singers of like guitar groups or of uh, rock groups, excuse me, a lot less common. Um, I mean, like you have like Hailstorm, that's a prominent one, Lizzie Hale, and then she's like, you know, recently one of the big ones, and I- I'm really excited for anything she's got going on in the future. Yeah, uh, her album Twenty Eight Days in the Valley is confirmed. It just doesn't have a release date yet. Okay, well that's exciting. Hopefully we'll see some of that soon. The next single we have is uh, Flostradamus, which in 24 hours, too much. We can just say, yeah, this is okay. and skip. I mean, it's electronic. It's, it's Flostradamus, it's, and yeah. if you don't know Flostradamus, they just make festival bangers, and that was that, that's what it that's was. That's really accurate. So, uh, We have the Fratellis doing Star-Crossed Lovers. I've listened to them a little bit. Um, didn't really know what to expect coming into this one, but I thought it was pretty decent. Uh, they have... Some other interesting music, to say the least. I'm um, a huge fan of the Fratellis. Specifically, I really think Costello Music is, like, one of the best albums of all time. It's so, so good. They've transitioned a lot from that sound they had in that album recently. Yeah. So it kind of took some adjustment period. Their last album was good, but it was, you know, like I said, very tonally different, a lot um, slower, more rhythmic on a lot of the songs. Um, this is, they've had like four, three or four singles uh, coming for this new album, and they've all been pretty good, and I've been really impressed. And so I'm excited to see what this is going to be. I'm not, I'm open-minded, because I, like I said, Costello music, very different sounding from any of this stuff, but I, I'm a big fan of the Fratelli, so I'm excited. Yeah. Um, I thought some of the lyrics in here were kind of corny. Like, they dropped Romeo, Romeo and Juliet. Well, I mean, it is Star-Crossed Lovers. Yeah, I know, but it's like... We're, we're, it's so overdone. <laughs> you know, but it was okay. I liked it a lot. It was really upbeat. Yeah. Is that usually more of their stuff is upbeat? Uh, or is it kind of very? It's more upbeat than slow. Like, Costello music is, like, super, super, super upbeat. And it's okay. got, like, amazing drum lines in, like, every single song. Um, and more recently, they've been going towards less upbeat stuff, but still yeah. upbeat. Um, you know, kind of like, um, I don't know if you're familiar with, like, Spoon. Um, yeah, um, yeah, uh, kind of I've, more like that. They have a song that I know very well. Is yeah, it, I uh, Underdog? No, it's a weird song. Is it like The Beast and Dragon to Dawn? That's a good one. I don't know. They, their last album, is, or I don't know if there's their last one, but they have like some phenomenal work Spoon does. Gotcha. Just letting you oh, all hot thoughts. It was hot thoughts. Just okay. letting you all know, I did not listen to any of these singles, <laughs> which is why I'm being why pretty silent. But, yeah. Okay, so uh, moving on, we have Marshmallow featuring Anne Marie Friends. It's, uh, it's Marshmallow it's, uh, again. Like he he makes some pretty generic music on his own. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he has the same sound in each song. This is actually kind of different for him um, compared to his other stuff. But um, I'm a big fan of him. I thought it sounded really poppy. Yeah, I think he's definitely gonna land the the radio hit on this. Yeah, I don't know who Anne Marie is. Uh, she was either. the girl on this, but um, yeah. I think it's a good song. I, it's a, you know, I dance to it. It's like a classic. I do a two stuff. This is Amir said last week. Song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we next we have uh, Weethan. Weethan, yeah. Featuring Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. We have Hi. Hi. Let me tell you about Weethan. I'd not. I'd never, never heard, heard, heard of Weethan? before. 
Weethan is, um, I think he's younger than us. He's like 18 or 19. Oh, he's really? from Chicago. Uh, he's an EDM guy. He used to go by um, Weethan. It was literally Weethan. Okay. Uh, but it was like one word. And then I think he had some copyright issues. Well, so he changed yeah. it to Weethan. Uh, he has amazing, he's like top five electronic artists of all time. And he's not, he's just started really? doing stuff. Yeah. I, I love his stuff. I would highly recommend if you are into electronic at all, uh, check him out. He, you might have heard a few of his songs already, but this is a song from the 50 shades freed album and, uh, or soundtrack, I guess I should say, I thought it was okay. I like Dua Lipa. You know, she kind of blew up recently, mm-hmm. and so it's, it's what it is. It was a cool collab because, yeah, Weathen's like just a small indie guy, and then Dua Lipa's got these millions of followers. So yeah. I, thought it was, I thought it was a really cool collab. Uh, have you heard of Two Feet before? I have not. They sound This song sounds exactly like them. Uh, uh, I'll have to give them a listen. Yeah, Two I, Feet. I was digging it. Yeah, no, for sure. Noah Cyrus. Yeah, yeah okay, an, yeah. Next up is, yeah, Noah Cyrus featuring, I don't know how to pronounce that guy's name. Mo. It's M-O. Moo. Moo. Or yeah, I looked it up. It's it's it looks like Mo, yeah. but it has a Dutch O on it. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's Moo when I looked it up. Weird. <laughs> well, yeah, whatever his name is. Uh, her. her. It's a her. It's a her. Yeah, she. Oh, she's Danish. I was not sorry. Aware. And it is pronounced uh, Moo. Moo. Mo. Really? Mo? So that O with Ma? Matthew, it means it means that makes that sound. It. It's weird. Uh, if anyone's bo- Danish out there and knows this, please let us know. Because, I because thought, it's the O with a diagonal slash Which is it. how Borns does his name, too, but you don't say... You don't say Borns, yeah. Yeah, maybe I, you do. I don't, I don't know. Either way, it says M-U on this, so I think that means Moo. Okay. Either way, she's like worked a lot in EDM stuff. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I'm familiar Noah with Cyrus her. Cyrus is doing the same. Just through the name, she wasn't she on like... She was on the Major Lazer. Um, she's get, all over me. Yeah, she works with Diplo a ton. Yeah. Uh, she's I, she's actually one of my favorite singers in like EDM, so I thought that it was cool to see her name on it. What did you think of the track? I liked it. <laughs> I thought it was kind of like... I mean, it's... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It was like generic pop. It is generic pop, and you know that's what you said you liked. Yeah, no, I was a sucker for it. I liked it. Noah Cyrus is actually really good. Um, she just started like coming out with stuff last year. Yeah, Miley Cyrus's younger sister. And I remember hearing what, her. What, she had another single that was like really, really good recently as well, or maybe a couple yeah, months ago. Yeah, it was very EDM-y. And um, then yeah, I heard it and I was like, wow, this is. You'd not ex- is realize. It uh, All falls down. I that was with sure. Marshmallow, I think. I, there's a there's a couple of them, but yeah, she's blowing up right now. It's a good song. I like it. I liked it. it too. Uh, you know, it's a dance song, kind of. It's it's generic pop, like you said. Yeah. I mean, it's. You bop your head, you sing along. Yeah. That's that kind of thing. Yeah. You nod to. Uh, were you going to say something? No, just it was going to be Marion Hill, subtle, subtle Things. Oh, Marion Hill, Subtle Things. Dude, Marion Hill is so good. I don't know. Have you listened to, uh, it's like a duo. It's a producer and then the singer. I haven't listened to any of her other music except for this song. And uh, okay. I really like so this. Yeah, this song is basically representative of like their entire body of work. And it's, okay. it's like my one of my favorite types of music. I, I like again stress. I can't stress enough. Like you should check them out if her, you're looking for something different. Her voice reminded me of like Alana Del Rey. Yeah, like very breathy. Absolutely. I, I said that I was talking to somebody about this earlier, and I said that like Alana Del Rey kind of has like uh, this ethereal quality to her voice. Yeah, and, and, and I think that this is like that's very a good way to describe that. it as ethereal. Um, and you also have really weird vocals that get mm-hmm. thrown in here, and then it's like lo- super low key, like percussion. Yeah, dude, I can't. Yeah, I could go on forever about it, but definitely check it out. Subtle thing. I think their um, their album's coming out soon as well. I looked into it. I'm gonna have to look into her their body of work a definitely little bit more. Definitely do. Uh, next single we have is Kelvin Harris featuring Party Next Door, which is no ready, no ready, no ready, no ready. Which I didn't like this. I've, I've never it, liked Party Next Door. Uh, okay, that's actually. I think it's kind of trash. That's not right. But uh, <laughs> personally, yeah, I mean, I thought Kevin was, Harris can do better than this. I think. I thought this was not that good. It was forgettable. Okay, yeah. quick party, party next door discussion. Party next door's problem is he can't put out a song that like is good enough for him to keep. Mm-hmm. Like he you're, always you're gives exactly away right, yeah. his really good stuff. Like he gave away wild things or whatever that wild thoughts. He wrote that. He gave away like a lot of Drake songs. He just always gives away like his best stuff. So he should work on keeping those. Yeah. Instead I, of like I letting agree. those slide, which I didn't listen to this. Like I said, I don't listen to most of these. I only listen to one of these. 
So yeah, Barnes Country Sinners. Uh, excuse me, it's Courtney. Courtney Barnes. Courtney. I didn't see the. You kill me here. Here's the thing. I'm a I'm a big fan of Barnes Courtney. So there's a lot. Of, I just realized there's a lot of singles coming out from artists that I was like really digging. Not this week was a good week for music for me. Um, Barnes Courtney. He had um, that song that everybody knows that um, was like all over the commercials. Um, Glitter and gold. Sure. <laughs> if you heard it, you'd know it. Yeah. Um, also, Fire was pretty big, mm-hmm. and he had an album come out a couple months ago. Oh, Glitter the, and Gold's, like, in all the AMC shows, like, the country. Yeah. Yeah. Here's okay. the thing. It's, like, he's not even really a country artist. He, like, no. has this kind of thing, which is, like, boot stomping. It's, like, ex-ambassadors, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, where that's, yeah, boot stomping's a good t- term for it. And uh, he's got, he had this album, Attraction of Youth, come out in September. Um, super, super good. Had a lot of his, like, singles from his EP that he had. I'm a big fan of him. This guy has one of those voices that's, like, incredibly unique because mm-hmm. he's not very old. He's maybe, like, uh, in his 20s or young 20s. Um, okay. And his voice is, like, incredibly, like, deep and, you know, back of his throat. It's really, really unique, and his music is really, really good. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, yeah no, yeah. yeah. Deep yeah. back of the throat, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and I, I really am a big fan. Um, I think this, it's not, since he just had an album, it's just kind of like, you know. It's a throwaway. It's a single. Um, but like I, I, I liked else. it. It was good. Ooh. Yeah, no, something else. We'll talk about that later, but something else was just all throwaways. But uh, <laughs> Grandson, Overdose. Yeah, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Grandson. He's kind of... I only included on here because I like Grandson. Okay. He's like... He's kind of rap-rocky, and he had... he. This song is about typical of what he does, like, in terms of sound and in terms of, like, lyrical composition. Like, a lot of his music is, like... I want to say party, but, like, you know, doing drugs and yeah. getting yeah, crazy. He, yeah, yeah. And, you know, that's what he does, and he works well in it, and I re- I'm, a, I'm a fan. I like the song. I don't, it's probably not his best that he's done, um, but it's good. We're skipping right over Diddy Bop. What? Any song I, I called say, Diddy Bop, I don't want to hear. No. What's his name? Louis the Child or Louis, Louis the Child? Louis the Child. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, Grant's going to want to talk about yep. this? I am going to talk oh. about them a lot. I don't care. Wait, why? Why? What? It's called Diddy Bop. So I just what? Don't, I don't want to hear a song mean? called Diddy Bop. Okay, well, is that's besides the point. Is it specifically if you, what Diddy Bop no, are we if, talking? If, if you go and listen to the song, it's a groovy... It's not with Diddy, P. Diddy, if that's what you're thinking. Yeah. It has nothing to do with him. Okay. Yeah, nothing. I got scared there. <laughs> it's a climb between Jacob Banks and Diddy Bob. I don't, or Louis Child, sorry. I don't know who Jacob Banks is. <laughs> Diddy Bob. Yeah, uh, Diddy Bob is the artist. Well, uh, hopefully it was good. Either way, yeah, it, it's it's really chill for them. Um, it is they, really chill. I like the piano a lot. Yeah, they're they're super good at getting out melodies like that. Um, talk about them for a second. It's uh, duo Freddie and Robbie. I've seen them in concert twice now. I'm going to go see them the third time in April. Oh, yeah? Top electronic artist of all time right now. At least. Yeah. So, yeah. So These are my favorite guys, and I saw this, and I was like, wow. And then Weathen's like my second, so I was like, okay, so they're both on the Fifty Shades Freed soundtrack of all things? Like, okay, I'm down. That's probably going to be the best thing about th- that comes out of that film or yeah. franchise as yeah, a whole. Yeah, exactly. But... Uh, Good for them. They're they're both from Chicago, actually. So so this is a sidebar, but you said that this guy is also one of your favorite like top EDM artists of all time. Both of them, yeah. There's two guys in this. In so this. like a lot of your top EDM artists of all time active right now. No, just the two. just like the, the, all right now. They're these guys' bodies of work are like just stuff that I have listened to like since I found them, which was you know been over years. So. Okay. I guess not all time, but like, yeah, like they're, whatever. Yeah. They're my favorites. Yeah. Okay. They're my favorites. They're my top favorites. So let's go to James Bay. You don't want to talk about Black No, Boy? we can go back to that. Oh. But that's probably going to be end up being the main event because, like, it's the biggest artist. Because that's the yeah. one you listen yeah, yeah. to? Yeah, fair enough. I mean, yeah, but. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Uh, Wild Love. Wild Love by James Bay. Um. I wasn't feeling this. I like James Bay as an artist. I like some of his stuff, but this one seemed kind of, like, moany and Weird. It is Moni. I don't know. I guess I was, that is kind of James Bay, isn't it? You know, I haven't. I'm not. Was not even familiar with James Bay before this. So apparently, oh, really? I live under a rock or something. But I mean, yeah, it's all he's, right. he's I wouldn't like stuff. listen. Go out of my way to listen to it again. It's all right. It's like you said. It's very Moni. Mm. Yeah, uh, it's kind of what right. he does well. So and it was yeah. I've, I liked it, but I wouldn't probably listen to it again. So now we're going to go to 
Look Alive. By the way, his his album's coming up yeah. soon. Oh, I but. guarantee it. Yeah, Look Alive, Drake featuring Black Boy J. Okay, I know it's not. Black Boy J is trash, dude. Honestly, I, that's why I said Drake featuring yeah, Black yeah, Boy yeah. J. Okay, good. Because yeah. I don't even know why. Like honestly, I feel like Black Boy J. Here's what Drake did. He saw it shoot right. Yeah. He said, "I'm gonna do what I did with." I love McConan and yeah. I don't know all the other ones that you can probably list and I mean, say I'm gonna hop on this guy's or... fame, put my name back in the mm-hmm. ring. Taylor and Swift move. That's kind of it. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's all this was. Yeah, no, yeah, it's a it's the typical Taylor Swift play. Yeah, I mean you wait till you see someone's wave and you jump on it. He did it to Fetty Wap. Yeah, uh, he did. Yeah, he does he totally to uh, XXX to Yeah, he does it to like that's just Drake's move. This is kind of Drake's thing. He yeah. just jumps on the wave. But uh, I mean, I'm not always opposed to it either. Yeah, no. I mean, this continues to me his streak of like really good features. Yeah. But I mean, now I just I want the album. You know. It felt weird to me. Like I'm year that you guys are like the Drake fans, especially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, Amir, that's, Amir's more of a that's your boy. But, Not I mean, boy, like, I had never heard of Black Boy. Um, me neither. <laughs> and I, so I, I was heard... like, what the heck? Who, why is Drake on this dude's track? So he does that song, Shoot. Uh, and there's, like, I've this dance that. move that goes with it. I don't know if you've might, seen it. I'm not for is sure. Is that the trend it's now, so making stupid. songs that have a dance move? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. If you want to go. It's the thing where they go like this. Oh, I yeah. know what you're talking about. They, they put out one leg and they, like, fist. I don't know what it's called. That's unique to that. But... It's all over. Allegedly, <laughs> Black Boy J is gonna be about to be signed to OVO. So, <sighs> welcome to the OVO sweatshop. Uh, I can't wait. The roster is not that good. Oh no, they have a good roster. It's just you never hear a lot of them because yeah. let me finish. Okay. Wait till you right. write some great songs. Give a right to Drake, and he takes them and he makes them big. <laughs> and then a few, maybe a month or two later, we hear your version of it. And then you're like, oh, this is my version, but Drake took it. And then he eventually drops you like a two years from now. But they have a really good label. It's just Drake doesn't like push them because you never see. I'm going to disagree with you because if you look at the roster right now, their acts at least, it's Drake, obviously. Yeah. Party Next Door, which I've already said I don't like. But he never keeps his good stuff. Fair. He's a great writer. Is it Majid Jordan? Magic Jordan. It's two guys, right? Yeah, he doesn't handle them. Okay. Either way, they had like one good single yeah, and on, that was it. Yeah. Obi O'Brien, he had what one song, right? He's another guy who's gonna Roy Woods, I'll give that he's Roy he's Woods pretty good. good. I like yes, Roy Woods. But he's on that. And then other you got side. like DVSN, I don't know who that is, Plaza Division, and Bacchanal. But Division's really good. I'll have to listen to them then. But either way, like that that's not nice. I thought Drake I thought Drake would have better than that. No, because the thing with OVO is when this quick OVO spiel, uh they just he just signs whatever person they write for him or he'll like give them something, but he usually doesn't like manage it. He only manages one artist on that label, which is Baca Not Nice. But everybody oh. else, uh forty is like the guy who like produces most of his music. Manages, I should mention uh McCornan was on there too. Yeah, he got point. dropped. Yeah. But uh OVO is not a good label. But it's not because of them. It's because he just doesn't push them. And That's you don't, fair, yeah. They don't get marketed at all. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, do the, they still have the Apple Music show? Yeah. The hour? The mm-hmm. radio hour? Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if that was still It's just they don't get pushed as hard. Okay. But they're not. it's not like you're at a big label. I mean, you're at a big label, but you're not. You're at Republic. So say, it's getting pushed by the Toronto Raptors pretty hard. Like the yeah, OVO. no, but they're pushing Drake. Yeah, they're only pushing yeah, Drake. Yeah, and OVO, <laughs> like, yeah. but not the label. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah. don't sign the OVO. But uh, yeah, now on the out, al- on the albums. Yeah, what's what do you want to start with? We should Tom? start with, a lot of good we stuff. We start with two chains because that's technically an EP. So I'm like, oh okay, yeah, let's get this out of the way. You want me to go real f- fast? Yeah, sure. I, I don't have, have a notes. lot to say. about I have that. notes about this. Okay, this album sounded like from my notes sound like a bunch of throwaways from Pretty Girls Like Trap music. I yeah. That's yeah. actually super accurate. It was all I was gonna throwaways. say it sounded like B sides, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He just was. He was in the label. I mean, he was in the uh, studio, and he finished his album. He was like, "Oh, I have all these leftover songs. Well, let me just put them on low EP, and then throw them out." But they were trash. Well, not trash. One of them I f- think is good. What's that? Uh, Lamborghini's okay. Oh no! I said that one's okay. <laughs> I literally wrote in my note, "It's okay." It's okay. This is but, what I thought. As someone that is not a fan of Two Chains and someone who definitely didn't listen to his last album, he's actually like. I thought the EP was fine. I really thought good. that Lamborghini truck was garbage. I was like, what kind of? What is this about? 
was just like this is dumb. From like all the things I was paying attention to, it just was like all of the things like he was a part of up to that point. But I like, just thought the whole Lamborghini truck thing was like, like I was dumb. saying, like pretty girls like trap. It was pretty good. I love that album. Yeah, yeah, he's actually like you from the sings you would hear from him. He does not sound as good, but yeah. like he's really good when he's on his own. Like he shines. But yeah, this was all throwaways, and it just was okay. That's and fair. yeah, it wasn't like trash. I'm not gonna say trash this week. <laughs> Hopefully, one of these albums got me close. But I yeah. thought Proud was gonna be better. I saw Offset and YG were on it, but then yeah, it wasn't good. No, it was this not sound good. like I didn't. I forget. I couldn't even tell that was uh, Offset. I thought it was like no, it didn't Quavo sound like fault. <laughs> I was like, I was like, Quavo's on. No, they did. They mess up to me. <laughs> but yeah, no. But that's basically all I have to say about this. Yeah, I mean, not we much. Can, we can jump to another album. All right, what, which one do you guys want to talk about next? Uh, you want to do Dashboard Confessional? Yes, yeah, I didn't short listen one. to them. Oh, yeah, okay. I listened to the one song and I was like, yeah. This Amir is has like, a lot to say about this one. He was already saying it. So, Amir, you take I'll the I'll just step away the then. This is the type yeah. of music that so, I don't like, so I didn't listen. Crooked Shadows is my favorite album this week. No, I'm just kidding. This was trash. But oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Tom. What? I thought you were actually oh, lying. I thought, I thought you were tra- totally serious. No, I was like, this I was garbage. Sure. He was no. like, oh, I'll let you know. Pulling I don't want to surprise through. you in there. This, I really like that Dashboard Confessional album. No. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> you like that Rye album, so I was like, nothing yeah, no, surprised in, me anymore. In my notes, I said the first song is eh, and then I said... <laughs> my second thing is they need to stay gone for nine more years because <laughs> emo just isn't nice. interesting anymore yeah, it's just that's harsh <laughs> I thought it was fine I liked it I mean it's really short for an album it's 10 tracks or 10 or 11 and it's 29 minutes so they're already kind of they're not I mean a lot of albums now are like 45 minutes long with the same amount of tracks so mm-hmm. they're already trimming a lot off the top I thought it was fine. There wasn't anything that really stood out to me a whole lot. I listened to it like two or three times. Sounds like a trash, uh, fun album. <laughs> well, fun's gone, so. Yeah, but They're I'm just saying. Dead. You s- Wait, no. Definitely not a fun vibe here. No, yeah. I'm saying, but like, I there was you- one song on there that sounded like a trash, fun song. What song? Uh, I thought I would have put it on here, but I didn't. I just said, oh. Was it Belong? You belong. Because I listened to that because I saw yeah. Cash Cash was on Belong it. sounds like a f- song that fun would make. This is why I'm happy emo is dead and gone. I liked You think fun is emo? No. I'm just saying. In like, conclusion, with the whole no. album, this I, is why I'm happy well, it's I'll, dead and gone. I'll be the one that stands with it then. I thought it was good. I'd listen to it again. I mean. Fair. Well. There's nothing that super, super stood out, but like nothing to me was particularly weak either. God bless your ears, Are you going to listen to it again? Uh, He's not. Here's the thing. I like a lot of the albums you talk about, but then, like, we have to listen to so many albums, and I want to be educated on each of them, so it's I don't listen to a lot of repeats. Even if he had a free time, he ain't listened to this album again. I, listen, I mean, I did listen to it two or three times this week. I could have listened to it only one time. Because we have to Fair. do this show. But I did. I listened to it this morning, the whole album this morning, yeah, again. No. Again? Yeah. Again? Yeah. yeah. Again is an optional, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, but, yeah. But there's only one album that we're talking about this week that I only listened to one time. And it was not this one. Okay. Yeah, no, I didn't. Yeah, no. I, I, I'd say it's fine. All right. Not rating, particularly, ratings on this one? Uh, we can do a rating. I'd say like a three, three and a half maybe for me. Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to take the one last needle and I'm going to put it right into the <laughs> casket of emo and say keep Oof. this forever. Nine more years. Maybe <laughs> in 18 years you guys can come back. And- I, I mean, I'd never even heard of them before this. So yeah. I, I can't say that I was like a particularly But they were talking about nine they were years. They top of the game. Yeah, the I was like, yeah. whoa, nine years? This is going to be lit. And then nine years. 30 minutes seems like a really a weak yeah. amount of effort to put into. And it should if I, if you give me 30 minutes, I'm expecting a really good album. So I didn't get that. So, yeah, no, this was not that's, good. That's fair. Um, yeah, I don't even, I don't say question mark out of five because I didn't like it yeah, enough one. to rate it. Okay. Um, one needle into a casket out of five. talk about? Let's do Wombats. Okay, this is my favorite album of the week, hands down. Really? Okay. Uh, this, I thought, I think this album's amazing. Just for the sake of saying it, it's Beautiful People Will Ruin Your Life, the Wombats, yeah. their full album. Uh, the thing is, I was not a Wombats fan in particular before this either. A lot of these bands, um, I really wasn't. Okay. I liked, uh... 
you know, Greek tragedy. Of course, yeah. That's like the one everybody knows. And well, um, yeah, that and Let's Dance to Joy Vision and then uh, moving into New York. But. Yeah, and so I I didn't, I listened to, um, I think Turn was a single. Um, yeah. Um, beforehand, yep. and then mm-hmm. I listened to that a whole bunch, and I was like, oh, I actually really like this. So I was uh, excited for the album, but like I wasn't a big fan, so I wasn't like on the edge of my seat for it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't listen to this like as soon as it came out or anything. I listened to it probably like Saturday. Okay. Um, I really, really liked it. Um, I've listened to it probably, I don't even, 10 times maybe. Wow. Since. Whoa. That's a lot. Thing. Hot dog. It's like, here's the thing. There's two albums that were like my go-to is this week. Because when we're doing this, I want to, if I'm listening to music that's, after I've listened to it all, if, there's, if I'm going to go and listen to music again, I'm going to listen to albums that we um, are listening to this week so I can be even more familiar with them. And there was like two albums that I like listened to a whole bunch. This one was one that I listened to a ton. Really, really was digging it. I think that, um, like I said, there's not a week. I think they're all super strong um, songs. I mean, Wombats, Wombats have their sound. It, it, they didn't change it. There's not someone that really, I don't want to say didn't evolve, but, like, they are sticking to their roots, which works for them. I mean, that's how they made their their money. I, yeah, I was going to say that's kind of their downfall, but also their upbringing is that while each track does sound the same, um, some of them do break away more than others and, yeah. you know, Click, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So I like, I really liked um, "Lemon to a Knife Fight." I really liked um, "White Eyes." I liked "Only Wear Black." There's really not a song on here that I didn't like. I think "Black Flamingo" maybe is the weaker one out of all of them, but even then, it's not a bad song. And so I was really digging it. But my, my, definitely my favorite was probably uh, "I Only Wear Black" or "Lemon to a okay. Knife." Okay. I've listened to those ones the most out of all of them. I okay. I thought this album was okay. Uh. I thought the first songs were eh, mm-hmm. and then the last ones were good. Like, I I liked... That's what a lot of the diehard Wombats fans are saying, is that um, I don't know why I like you, but I do, is, like, the best song on the album, hands down, mm-hmm. I uh, right I, next to, like, White Eyes. And I don't know if they're the best, but those are great songs. I thought I liked Lethal Combination, I Only Wear Black, Ice Cream, Dip You in Honey, and I Don't Know Why I Like You. So... Where I wouldn't listen to Dashboard Confessional necessarily again, like maybe, um, not something I'm going to put on repeat again or anything. This is an album that I definitely will listen to again. Cool. I liked, yeah, I liked uh, Lethal Combination, Turn, and then um, I don't know why I like you, but I do. I uh, I don't think I'll listen to this again, but like if I, because I, I think the Wombats for me are like, if I need to just listen to alternative indie rock pop whatever that may be mm-hmm. they're like the the go-to in that That's range fair. and usually yeah, I'm not in the mood for it or at least nowadays I'm not mm-hmm. but if I need to go back to it like they're up there with like Tudor Cinema Club and oh yeah the killers is and Tudor Cinema Club even active anymore I, I don't know I haven't heard anything about Tudor them. Cinema Club is phenomenal it's they like, are one of my all-time favorites it's actually, like you so. listen to like on Spotify if you listen to like their top 20 tracks it's like if you listen, if you had like any kind of like indie pop phase, it's like every single one of those songs hit. Yeah, it, hit? it hits that nerve absolutely. But yeah, uh, I'm gonna give this like a three out of five. It was very average. I'm giving or maybe this like, two. I guess two point five. I guess two point yeah. five would be That's average. like half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I yeah. give it like yeah, I give it two point five. Average. Me, I'm giving this like a four and a half, five. I really, really, really liked that it. That was average to me. Yeah, but same here. uh, you want to go to friends or? Yeah, let's do France. Uh, so yeah, France Ferdinand came out with Always Ascending. Any first comments? No? I liked it. I, th- I thought it was good. I'm not... F- <laughs> I, it's another thing. I'm not... wasn't incredibly familiar with France Ferdinand beforehand. Like, I know the song that literally everybody knows. You know, Take Me Out. Take Me Out. Which yeah. is like, you know... You, he's got his voice. He's got his guitar. That's like, you know... I, it's, it is iconic. Um, so I didn't... But I haven't listened to any of their other stuff, so I didn't know what to expect necessarily. <laughs> I think it's a good album. Uh, I ha- I've had Always Ascending, like the title track in my head. I was going to uh, say, that was my favorite track, was Always Ascending, because yeah. it was kind of different for them. Uh, it was really like electronic-based, and I yeah. liked that influence a lot. Obviously, me being a person who likes that. But, yeah. uh, I just, uh, I, I thought the album, it was it's really catchy, but like it's really repetitive. Oh yeah, it's, it's, like, it's definitely it's definitely repetitive. It's like really repetitive, and yeah, that was like my. I agree. Um, I think that like always ascending, lazy boy, paper cages, those are all strong. Finally, is all right. Academy Awards, pretty good. Um, 
And then when you start ending on like Glimpse of Love is really good and Slow Don't Kill Me Slow, I thought those were really good and everything else is kind of like all right. Yeah. But I, I was like a really big fan of Always Ascending and like Lazy Boy and that those first like three tracks especially yeah. I thought were like really strong. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Their start was really good and then it kind of I think trailed off a yeah. little bit. I think the I, for me uh, it was strong. I liked the Lazy Boy Paper Cages finally. I think when like Academy Award came is that's when it started to trail off for me. Yeah. And then like Lois Lane, I liked the ending. A lot see the from when it started to trail off for me it was I liked the ending of most of the songs, but the starts I was kinda like, eh. And it was just like, yeah. It was I'll give this like a I'll give this like a two point five, maybe. Yeah. I'll probably give this like a Three and a half, four again. I, re- I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'll, I'll go three and a half because no. this was definitely like an interesting turn for them because they're also kind of in that range of like if yeah. you want alternative indie rock, you go to them. Yeah. But this was more, I don't know, along the lines of different stuff. So, I listened yeah. to this one several times as well, not as much as the Wombats album, probably like th- uh, three or four times. Um, yeah. I, I really I, I enjoyed it. I would probably go listen to it again. Probably not all the songs. Probably wouldn't give it a full listen through. But there's definitely songs out there that I'd pull out and yeah. put on a playlist. Make a playlist, yeah, 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 for sure. Same. Yeah. Thing. Uh, you want to hit which one? We only got Black Panther to MGMT left now. Let's go MGMT. MGMT. Okay. I really liked this. It it's weird, I but I really liked it rotation. too. Yeah, it's as someone that. Is a casual fan of MGMT, like, Irregular Spectacular, fantastic um, album. Uh, I didn't know what to expect coming into this. And so it took me a few listens to, like, kind of get in the groove of, like, okay, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's if you're not a fan of them at all or aren't, don't know what to expect going in, it can really catch you off guard. This is a really weird album, and it's kind of all over the place, yes. but not necessarily in a bad way. I uh, I totally agree with that. Um, this was kind of their comeback album, I think, because uh, after you know Oracular Spectacular, I think their other albums kind of came off as just, eh, they're very bad. Yeah, in general. forgettable. I think forgettable. Yeah, that'd be the right word. Um, but there was a lot of good like, let alone singles on this. Uh, Little Dark Age was probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. When That's You Die great. was really good. Yeah. There's, these these tracks, especially those two right there, mm-hmm. are like really morbid. They are actually, if you look at the lyrics, which uh, by, at the first listen, I kind of just go for the sound. Yeah. Or I went for the sound. But yeah, I listened to the, cor- the, uh, the chorus again, and it was like... Little Dark Age. My Little Dark Age. I, like, it's about, you know, depression. Yeah. I, there's that line where he says, like, all the rage. And it's a, I thought that was such a good line where he's talking about, like, how everybody, a lot of creators now, think that you need to have, like, something wrong with you to make something good. So it's, yeah. like, all the rage. It's... I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. I listened to that one a whole lot. I really, I've been listening to uh, When You Die, you know, since it was released as a single. Really, really good. I really liked uh, She Works Out Too Much. Oh my god, yeah. That's, uh, what a great intro track, it's like honestly. A, it's almost like really, it's really, really reminiscent of like 80s synth pop. I literally yeah. have that in my notes. That it takes me, I like how it's like the 80s feel of it, and it's so spooky there was a lot of 80s synth pop in all of this which I really yeah. appreciated because mm-hmm. that sounds kind of dead yeah. so it was super cool to the hear the other it. one that I thought was particularly reminiscent was One Thing Left to Try which yeah. I think is like also one of the best one. ones on the album yep it is the best one to me I had that it's a true banger it's, it's that, is, okay. that is really good song and then there are songs that I think are really weird on here um, that aren't bad but they're weird like uh, Me and Michael is really weird especially coming off of When You Die yeah not bad it's weird it's like a, I don't want to say a love song, but it's like a, is, aren't they friends? Uh, yeah, they're so like friends and like they kind of go through stuff. Love song. Yeah. It's it's good. And then, you know, time spent looking at my phone, <laughs> I thought was a really weird focus for a song. I appreciated this song because I looked at it and I was like, what the hell does T-slamp mean? <laughs> so I looked at Genius and it, it's... Uh, Time spent looking at my phone. I it's was like, really simple, but it's, it's super like ca- it's kind of corny. But at the same time, yeah. it's like, yeah, the I mean, stuff they're saying is like good and right. Yeah, and that's correct. how I felt too. Pretty much exactly. That. I'm like, this is cheesy, but also, where is the lie? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you can't not appreciate it. Uh, I thought James was um, was okay, but I guess yeah. it was a tribute to um, one of the guitarists that was in their live band. Okay. Um, so I didn't really want to harsh on it too much if it was like a tribute thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was okay. And then 
Days That Got Away, I loved, and then Hand It Over was a really good finisher, I think. Yeah, I, I really like this album. I listened to a, a whole bunch, especially, like, this... So when I said that I didn't listen to the Wombats album to the second day, it's because, like, Friday, basically all day, I was listening to this album. Yeah, this was my go-to to just listen again, mm. for sure. And, uh, yeah, it, this album... I don't know if you guys go by Pitchfork at all. Yeah. Um, but this album is the highest rated album out of all the MGMT albums, which means it's even higher than Oracular Spectacular, Surprising which is insane me. to me. Yeah. It still only got a seven, which I think is a little bit harsh. Um, but, you know, it's kind of weird. So. But if you go look at their Oracular Spectacular score, it's like a 6.7 or something. Was it that high? It, yeah. Or maybe, is it lower than that? I thought it was, they've all been, the other three have all been hovering around like 6 point, it's been that area, like 6.4 to 6.8. Yeah, um, I don't know if I agree with that. Which seems re- really low. Especially for the people, first album. Apparently people really hate Pitchfork, though, so yeah. I really the can't say too much about it. most trusted music is... Because you know, like, people are saying that, Pitchfork. like, particularly we're harshing on that they gave, like, um, Charlie XCX, is that her name? Yeah, Pop 2, or got, like a, whatever yeah, that Yeah, got, is. like, a 9 or something out of 10. I, I reckon those got a 6.8. Yeah, you're right. It's, uh, it's kind of, yeah, whatever. It, yeah. It's out of 10, so that's... That seems that's like a that's a D plus. Right. I think it's better than that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I'd give it like myself probably like a four. Yeah, I give it a four. A I'm at like four. a four and a half. I really dig it. Yeah, and well, it's a unique sound. Nobody's making music really that sounds like this. I think. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. And real quick, um, yeah, Oracular Spectacular was like a throwback to hippie sounds and like psychedelic mm-hmm. rock. So this was like a great turn, I think, for them to mm-hmm. get back on the track and go. Yeah, 80 Cent Pop, I guess, was their sound this time, but I loved it. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, it's time for the Black Panther soundtrack with the best future feature of all time. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. <sighs> I didn't know what you were talking about until I got to that song, and I was like, that was, that was it. Do you want to recreate it? Yeah. Oh, God, I love that. Oh, I love that future. What's up with his voice in that song? <laughs> I don't know what dude, he was why going do for. That? I don't know. You know. I literally don't know why. Like <laughs> okay. he probably just showed up in his studio, was like, "This is what I'm going with." Or, like I'm going like, through puberty. <laughs> <laughs> he did it, and like J Rock and Kendrick are sitting in the in the booth, and they're like, "We're gonna leave it." Yeah, like, just I would left it. it whatever, it's I, raw. I, I'm not gonna. It's, you know, I know that I knew it was gonna go. I knew that people were going to remember that. You are <laughs> never going to forget Future getting in a studio going, <laughs> like you're never going to forget that. Uh, that is amazing. But it was that, yeah, and I, I looked that up especially because I was like, why is he saying that? But uh, La Di Da Di Da is a song by Slick Rick and Dougie Fresh. And then uh, the other you know, thing, <laughs> Slob on My Knob, is, of course, yeah. from Juicy J. So, mm-hmm. good it, stuff. Yeah, it is, yeah. I I really like this album. A what a what a way to make like a soundtrack for a, a damn movie. I'm really yeah. excited to see the movie. I think this. I wasn't. I didn't know what to expect for this album because like movie soundtracks are often like really skipped Not over. This. Yeah, exactly. And I like hand it to Kendrick Lamar, and I really like how they you know incorporate a lot of like African heritage stuff, especially in the latter tracks. The and transitions also, too. Uh, yeah, and then they also um, interweaved actual stuff from the movie mm-hmm. with Killmonger in it. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. Kendrick Lamar knew what he was doing going to that studio. I was literally listening to this like, okay, so d- does he die at a point? What happened? Yeah. Like, I was like, what's that lyric mean? I'm genius? And they're like, spoilers for the movie. And I was like, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Next track. Um, I... At first, when I first listened to this, like when it first came out, Pray For Me didn't hit. See, and I actually did like Pray For Me, Now it though. clicked for me. Like, that song is really good. As the ending of and this And it's going to be, I can see it at the, I can see it coming, like, right before we get, like, that little post credit scene. Right. You okay, hear yeah. Pray I'm For Me. I'm glad you agree. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, yeah, I really enjoyed this album. Oh, Paramedic is really good. Paramedic was the surprise track for like, me, because I don't, I've never heard of. Nope, um, never heard of any of those. Is things. it Sobex Rob? Nope. I don't know, but I, that was good. And oh my god, it was so that good. That Yugen Black Rock was also good on Ops or Ops, whatever. What is it? Ops. Ops. Yeah. O P P S. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With Vince, With Vince Staples. Staples. Yep. Dude, I love Vince. The so Ways yeah. is really good. Yeah, what a way for Khalid to come up yeah, on here. Like what a career he's had already. There's like it's a whole nother conversation, but yeah. So many good songs on here. And even the end, I thought the ending would like started getting like it this is a really good like I haven't heard like a 
a soundtrack that's like, I'm I'm really digging the Sakari stuff too. Yep. I loved him on Love on Damn. Mm-hmm. And he got well he got the interlude that's on here, but he, he got redemption. Yeah, yeah. I was wonder I was like, that voice sounds so familiar. He's got a great voice. So it was it was super dope to see uh Zakari on here for more. Yeah. Um I did have one gripe. I don't remember what it was now. Was it uh if we going with a are we is it gonna be a song? Cause my yeah my only one song where it was kind of eh, I thought X was okay. Really, I X was my favorite. I remember. thought Seasons was okay. Was it Seasons? This is Seasons and I Am by uh, George Smith. Yeah, I, this is the Georgia. album this week that I listened to the least. I just listened to it the one time, so I was familiar with it. Yeah, and I, I've said before. I think I said it last episode that I'm not like a huge Kendrick Lamar fan as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I think that. It's a solid album. I really like the um, latter half or so more than the first half because um, I think that's when they start, you know, going to those, you know, the African roots, the uh, yeah. the the actual Marvel universe stuff. So I think that's more of like, I feel like that had more of the Black Panther feel um, yeah. than the first half. But I think it's all pretty solid. First half felt like a Killmonger album. Yeah, yeah, I could I could felt see that. Heavy Killmongerish. That's, that's probably what it'll be about. Yeah. about how he's rising but, in power, or whatever. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, there's two things that stood out to me artist-wise. School of Q made a return Mm -hmm. on this. Super dope. I hope he does stuff soon. Albin's coming soon. Is it? Okay. I'm really, really hoping for that because I miss him. It's his part in the cycle, I think, right now. Okay. I still listen to his um, his last album, Blank Face. Uh, Blank Face yeah. yeah, so he I think he's coming soon. I hope so. And well, then, I'm pretty sure he is. Okay. And then uh, this is Travis Scott's best verse in a long time on Big Shot, too, I think. Yeah. <laughs> you don't think so? I I haven't heard it. Because if well, you listen to Huncho Jack and like uh, basically any Travis Scott's Let's wait till his real stuff, album comes. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I'll wait for Astro World before I... Talk about Travis because Travis is weird for me sometimes. But yeah, it was a. I give this album a four. I'm at a four too. Yeah, I, definitely some I songs give it I less than that. Um, just because I'm not typically a fan of like this kind of rap. Um, but I, I give it like a two yeah, and a half for me. Stuff, yeah. What, what good execution? Was that, was that a jab over there? No, it wasn't. Yeah, it definitely was. No, it wasn't. Uh, it's just I'm. I'm just. Yeah, yeah. yeah not my thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah I understand. and just. For the sake of saying it, uh, there's only three tracks that actually appear in the film. Really? Um, I, okay. All the Stars by Kendrick and SZA, uh, Ops by Vince Staples and Eugen Blackrock? Eugen? Yeah. Eugen? I don't and know. And then Pray For Me. Really? Yeah. I saw a lot of this like fitting in the movie. So did I. Um, but it's only going to be To be three. fair, a lot of it has like profanity, excessive, I shouldn't say excessive, but a lot of profanity, so that's yeah. not Marvel's thing necessarily. Like just blank it out. That's how, which is what they did with the, Yeah. but that's just not their thing either, though. Yeah. We'll so they kind of just avoid that entirely. Yeah. The workaround um, by saying it's not a soundtrack is saying inspired by. That's, oh, that's what their okay. thing is, okay. music from and inspired by. Okay. So these are like inspirations. Yeah. Honestly, them. I think that, this if there's only having three tracks, I think this is a big like, I don't want to say cash grab, but like this album is gonna sell. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah no, there's some yeah. singles this that are definitely gone. Yeah. too. They're just gonna go. And so I think that I think Marvel was if they're not gonna include it in the movie, I think they were they definitely knew what they were gonna do with it. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, this is probably gonna go number one. It'll take culture off. I think it's definitely dope. It's that culture, it's culture one or two. I think two's two sold two hundred k, so I don't know where it is on the list. Gotcha. But yeah. I was going to say, um, I mean, what a way to combine a movie and a soundtrack, or not, I guess not a soundtrack, right, an album, but yeah. you know, to, to combine that name and, like, really do some cool yeah. stuff commercially. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, sad, I mean, sadly, I mean, it came out at the at wrong time. They're not going to get number one single. Yeah, unfortunately. Because God's plan, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah, he snatched that. Is this still number one? Mm-hmm. Dang. It's yeah, stay, it's, it's going to stay for a little while. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, yeah, so let's get into... The classic? What I... It's just Amir's classic, so why don't you introduce it? So... I mean, like a theme song, Amir's, Amir's classics. Yeah, I mean, you know, following <laughs> what I had to go through the first week of classics... Oh my gosh, I'm like... I said I was going to bring in Ugh. something that if he... That I know for a fact that you can't attack at all because of how good it is. This album is extremely good. This might be. This is to me. This is Michael Jackson's best album. 
There's I, yeah. not one skippable song on this whole album. I say the same exact thing. And he He's literally cries music. on one song. Is so, it, uh, out of my life, he literally almost life? cries. Okay. So, after what life, I went yeah. through with Beastie Boys, and Grant brought in a great album, I said, I'm going to bring in probably one of my favorite albums, and I brought in Michael Jackson's, as we told you last week, after a lot of debating with myself, I said, <laughs> I'm going to stick with Off the Wall, and yeah, I brought in Michael Jackson's first album, Dude, first I'm, solo album, Off the Wall. I'm glad you did, because I... I Probably should listen to more Michael Jackson of his old stuff at least. So this was a good excuse to listen to it, and uh, it's really good. Yeah, I'm I'm super pumped because I just added like seven new tracks just to like my, my library. Yeah, this is when he uh, got into the studio with Quincy Jones following leaving uh, Jackson Five, and they cooked yeah. this up, and this is what they came out it's with. Fire. And yeah. well, I don't think it's his best album. I think Thriller is Thriller has a skippable though. I think, I think this album is a skippable too, if I'm being honest. I mean, I, I don't think so, I, but I think I think personally, I think Thriller is better. I mean, but I think if you're saying bigger... Thriller is better, then this one's obviously number two. I agree, it's a really solid album. I feel like for he's me, he's the king of pop for a reason. Yeah, for me, it feels like Thriller is uh, my. I have small problems with Thriller, but it has his biggest hits. But yeah, I feel like for like a first album, this is probably one of the biggest, like, or one of the best first albums, like up there. Like yeah. This is a top five first album. Like, I can kind of, like, if I had to decide what would be a skippable, maybe Girlfriend? That's what I was going to say. Yeah, Girlfriend would be the only one where I'm That's like... That's what I was going to say, too. Yeah, Girlfriend's Girlfriend. the only one where I'm like... Mm. But even Girlfriend's okay, but, like, a okay on a all bangers? Hey. It's very, like... Disco. Yeah, this was a disco album. Yeah. And I didn't think I, I didn't think I'd like disco. I mean, I like a lot of this, you know, decade of music, but yeah. I didn't think I'd like disco so much. It's like you put it on and you're like, I really feel like moving right now. Dude, yeah. it's so happy. It right? really is. Like you just, I was smiling the entire time and listening to it. Yes, that's Honest why. And then like for me, I love like I love those those first songs, but for me like. The ones that like I hold the closest to my heart is she's out of my life and then I can't help it. For me, like those two back to back are so good. It's like even like how they're all arranged, like off the wall is so good, go on the floor, working day of night, like don't stop till you get enough is an amazing way to start an album. Yeah, I agree. Like, what a classic too. I didn't even know that was on this album, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Don't stop till you get enough is an amazing thing. And then to go right into rock with you, like Yeah. It's weird because I've heard a lot of these songs just independently yeah. off of it. Honestly, yeah. I genuinely had never heard any of these songs except for Don't Stop Till You Get Enough and Rock With You before. And I didn't realize I hadn't heard Rock With You, or I had heard Rock With You until I actually listened to it. The, this isn't a problem with the album, but the problem I have with Don't Stop Till You Get Enough is that it was in like a really popular Vine. Yeah. And now... <laughs> and now all you can think of. That's all I can think of when I hear it. I'm like, oh, it's such a good song. It is. But that's all I think of. It's... I... Yeah, this album is this album's really good. I mean, there's like 1979. <laughs> I didn't realize this Wild was in the 70s either. Mm-hmm, That's yeah. pretty crazy. He That's left, ridiculous. And it lives career. to be this good still, mm-hmm. what, like he, 40 years later? Yeah, he almost. left Jackson 5 and went solo, and this is when everyone, like, everyone was, it was anticipated because, like, coming off of, like, Jackson 5, like, that's huge. Mm-hmm. And then, like, just to get, immediately hit, like, Fire, and then just a whole career of just straight like there's one bad album, but yeah. like which which album do you think is the bad one? Uh, the last one. There's no features on this there's album no, besides not one. It's feature. the falling in love, right? Which one are you call the last one? Uh, the one he before he died. But uh, no, I don't think yeah. So it has it says featuring Patty Austin. Yeah, I think that's the only one that is yeah that is like at least documented. But yeah, yeah. like but other that's than that, that's another thing too is. This, not even working with the artists at that time, like nope. To to I don't know. Yeah, he didn't start like going ham with like features. Really, he tried to get one for bad that didn't work. But yeah, no, there's not one feature really, just that one. But all this is just straight, just Michael Jackson proving to all of you that this is me, and I'm gonna run this for at least thirty to forty years, which he ended up doing. And this is still like. 
You can listen to this album. You can in in 2082 there will be kids still listening to this album. Yeah, it still will be a classic. Yes. So Unless yeah, Tom disagrees. With no, I, I I don't. Oh, okay. It's not like one of my favorite albums of all time <laughs> or anything. But I agree with you. It's a great album. It's really hard to find a. It's I'd say there's virtually no weak points. I really set up Michael Jackson's career as. You know, like I said, he's the king of pop for a reason. It's mm-hmm. because of albums like this that he continually made. Mm-hmm. This yeah. was just the start. He he just he kept going from here. Like I don't I already know who my what my next like when I had to do another one of these. You need to do another Michael Jackson? No. Okay. No. I was gonna be like, whoa. No. <laughs> but uh I'm gonna do the antithesis like the, the other side. The antithesis. rival to Michael Jackson. Oh, is it Madonna? No. No? But, uh, no, no. No, I guess no. that wouldn't be rivals. But, it? uh, yeah, so, um, that's why I bought this in, and I'm really happy. Do I have, Tom's do you Googling really just Michael want Jackson me to say, rival. it's Prince. That's what I thought oh, you were thinking. Yeah. Yes, we were they were the rivals. Elevator. Yes, they were yeah, rivals. You bring Purple Rain. They really didn't like each other because, like, reasons. Mm-hmm. But Prince was supposed to be in Bad, which is why I said okay. I was wondering he's who you the were feature, talking about. Yeah, yeah, that he tried. But Prince said that at the start of Bad, there's a there's a a lyric in Bad. Let me look it up really fast. Did he throw shade at him? No, it's just oh. Prince said I'm not saying that to you because, like, oh, it's the lyric that's your butt is mine. Prince oh, said, I'm yeah. not saying your butt is mine to you. <laughs> so that's why they didn't get this to that. That's why that never happened. So, yeah. That's it? That mm-hmm. one? Yeah. Michael Jackson's like, I'm not changing it. Yeah, and then Prince was like, well, I'm not saying that's really your funny. butt is mine to you. <laughs> I was like, he, was, he said, and this is like this videotape. He said, I asked him, who's going to be saying that? Is Are you saying that to me? Because I'm not saying that to you. So, yeah. That's great. That's why, yeah. Off the Wall is just so good. I just bought it for my. I just bought my mom this album for her birthday. So yeah, she a fan. Yeah, big stan. I'm like, yeah. I mean, not big stan, but like, she really like. She really likes this album. It takes cool. her. Yeah. All so, right. Yeah. So we doing final ratings then on this one? Oh, this is five. It's right, five. Soon to be. I, I'll go a little bit lower. I'll say four and a half to five. I'll go a little bit lower on BC Boys. I'm gonna go zero point five out of <laughs> five. But. <laughs> I, what a one Here's for th- I, no I'll give it a one and then uh, that one would go for girls but yeah <laughs> here's the thing mm-hmm. next week yeah is my turn again yeah and VC Boys is the only album that we haven't all like agreed was like fantastic yeah hey, you, no, what does that mean it means that I feel like there's a lot of pressure on me specifically to please Amir Oh, yeah. internal pressure on myself. I'm like, I can't let him down again. He's gonna bring in. So I'm really th- considering very heavily. I don't have a choice yet, but I have to consider really heavily what I'm gonna choose for next week. Because I don't want you to crap all over it again. <laughs> it's it's probably gonna be folks Metallica. Look forward to that. Well, if you say it like that, then it won't be. Oh. Anyways, I'm not saying it's gonna be necessarily. There's yeah, only moving on. So moving on. This is uh. Our last, you know, I guess segment. But so this is albums and things to look for next week. These aren't necessarily all albums that we're gonna do, or no. we might not do <laughs> any of them. Well, we'll probably if we talk about a lot of them, it'll probably be very, very briefly. Um, we might have more of a subject-based show next week due to like kind of the low, yeah, the low key stardom you of know, these the next low albums. Quality. Well, I mean, not quality, you know, but low. There's well, maybe. There's low. I mean, yeah. there's no. MGMT, Franz Ferdinand, Wombats, Kendrick Lamar. There's not there's not anybody yeah. like that dropping albums next week. So that's but, why. So just moving into that, we have Escape the Fate releasing uh, I Am Human. Pop Evil releasing their self-titled album. Uh, is it Tyga? Yeah. Tyga. Tyga doing uh, Kyoto. We're not talking Donkey. about that. Yeah, no. Uh, Ryuchi Sakamoto, uh, A Sync Remodels. Uh, I'm with her. See you next week. Everything is recorded. Self-titled album. Brandy Carlisle. By the way, I forgive you. Bell and Sebastian. How to solve our human problems. This is a third part of their three-part EP series. And then um, just today, which we'll talk about probably next week at least somewhat, is uh, Kodak Black had an album called Heartbreak Kodak. And then, uh, like I said, next week is my turn uh, to bring a classic in. So I'm not sure what I'm going to do for that yet, but... We tried to kind of keep it fresh with the genres and the decades and everything like that. So hopefully it's something new that you guys will not be ready for. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Uh, any final thoughts on any of the music we talked about or any of the albums coming out next week? Anything like that? Uh, any I'm gonna, the news? I'm going to listen to Kodak Black's album when I drive home. So, hmm. yeah. I, um, I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, me me neither. He's in jail, though. I mean, that, <laughs> that's that, notable, right? <laughs> yeah, that's notable. Uh, the, his, Name he, drop. He did a song recently with this uh, artist named Dreezy, which was pretty good. So, yeah, we'll see. And, yeah, I mean, have a great Valentine's Day, folks. Well, hold on. Let me We're do, not let me do shooting some plugs, this on Valentine's too. Day, though. Uh, just to close it out with some, uh, some plugs, and we're going to ignore what Amir said. <laughs> uh, we have if you li- you're listening to this somehow, but there's other ways that you can listen to notable podcasts as well as other podcasts from Central Michigan Life. Um, on SoundCloud, you go to SoundCloud.com/cm-life. iTunes under Central Michigan Life Podcasts. Uh, the Central Michigan Life website, which is cm-life.com/multimedia/audio. For this podcast in particular, we have set up a Twitter that is kind of inactive. There's been some retweeting. Uh, we'll. Like a lot of the other podcasts that have Twitters, um, we'll be posting new episodes there. Um, it's purely music based, so you know we'll, we'll post we'll tweet music news when we see it, retweet you know music news when we see it, that kind of thing. But like I said, largely inactive, but give it a follow so you can stay up to date uh, when the episodes drop and all that kind of thing. But thank you guys for listening. I'm Tom Delore. I'm Grant Palmetier, and I'm Amir Bankston, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, so yeah. notable.